welcome to another edition of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I am Dave Taylor, another audio-only edition of the show this week. Thanks for listening to us, ESPR. Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat, FM 99s and 106.9, the Fox's only wrestling podcast. Um, Let's get into the business. Before we talk a big show today, uh, we'll talk about uh, NXT, uh, Kenny Omega uh, thinks that uh, AEW could work with WWE, and also a preview of Elimination Chamber, and a lot more. All right, here we go. All right, so you can find us many different ways. Uh, as, as we said at the top of the show, we are FM99 and 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. You can find us at 1069thefox.com or fm99.com under the media tab. So you can do that there. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, we appreciate that. Uh, leaving us a review would always be great. Uh, we're found on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify. Did I get them all? Google. Uh, to search ESPR Wrestling on any of your podcast apps and uh, give us a follow. And if you can, give us a review as well. That that would be great. You can also follow us on Twitter, ESPR99, and on Facebook at ESPR99. We post some news stories and some content from time to time. So we appreciate you doing that. Now that we got through the business, let's get down to the news. And yes, Lacey Evans is really pregnant. Uh, the uh, match on Monday was uh, her uh, teaming up with uh, Peyton Royce, uh, taking on uh, Charlotte Nasca, and uh, Lacey not getting involved, and then disclosing that she is pregnant. Uh, Rick Flair is the father. Now, in real life, Lacey is pregnant. Uh, Rick, not the father, though, although that would be something. Um, <laughs> uh, the one thing with this. I don't know how WWE will, will play this off because, you know, there's not going to be a payoff to this feud until a year from now if Lacey comes back to wrestle. Um, we don't have a due date yet, but we do know that uh, Lacey is pregnant. But um, so I, I don't know where they go with the angle with uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair unless, uh, you know, Rick works with somebody else for a while because uh, I figured we were going to get the payoff to this, you know, coming up. At some point, uh, that, like, you know, maybe, like, Lacey was going to win at Elimination Chamber on Sunday. Obviously, that's not going to happen unless they go through with the match, but I I don't see that happening. And, um, but you never know. (laughs) You never know. Um, I I don't know how you do that, uh, but at this point, um, yeah, it it completely changes the angle, and I don't know what they're doing with the Asuka match on Sunday. So, uh, but, yeah, congrats to Lacey. And uh, this would be her uh, second child. And again, uh, they haven't announced a, a due date yet. But, um, but yes, she is pregnant. And no, Ric Flair is, is not the father. Or is he? Uh, if you watch SmackDown this week, you, you may have noticed that there is a reference to Chris Jericho on the show. And, uh, you know, they made a reference to uh, Kevin Owens' backstage with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. And they talked about all the friendships that uh, the Kevin Owens couldn't keep. And uh, they went through all the names. And then Daniel Bryan said, uh, you know what? Uh, there's a big name that I'm missing. Uh, I, I should have made a list. And uh, <laughs> even Chris Jericho <laughs> retweeted the video um, on his own Twitter page. Uh, just the caption, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so uh, you, you got to love that. Um, remember Bo Dallas? You know, do you believe? And uh, the guy that worked with uh, Alex Riley and, you know, the B team and everything else, he's still employed. 
by WWE. Yes, yes, he still works for WWE. Uh, we haven't seen him since November of 2019. Um, he, he's, he still works for WWE. He's not coming to the TV taping because they just don't have anything for him. But he's on the payroll, I guess. I don't know what he's getting paid. But, uh, you know, they dumped his partner, Alex Riley, after Mania last year. But uh, Bo Dallas still there. By the way, Bo is dating Liv Morgan, and they live on a farm. In fact, not only do they live on a the farm, they run the farm. So this is something that... Uh, Apparently, they, they've been doing for a couple of years, and uh, their plan is to start a, a family real estate business. And uh, Dallas is uh, working on that for, I guess, a life after wrestling, according to uh, uh, one uh, wrestling story from WrestlingInc.com. Um, yeah, but both Dallas, uh, which, you know what, we're going to have to maybe in a future episode uh, <laughs> just pull out the, I, I think it's like on-aired Bo Dallas interview. I interviewed him a few years ago, back when he was doing the Bo Dallas, Bo Leave character. So we'll have to add that to the show, because I don't think we ever used that in an episode of ESPR. But uh, yeah, Bo Dallas still works for WWE. Uh, Paige. Paige is hoping to come out of retirement. Hey, anything is possible. We've seen Edge come back. Paige uh, retired in 2018, and... um, you know, she uh, tweeted on uh, Friday after uh, after the Daniel Bryan Edge segment with two guys who retired and then came back. She uh, said, uh, you know, it's on Twitter. She said, one day, and Beth Phoenix uh, commented below, said, you deserve it. Paige is only 28, so she's you know, would have a lot left in the tank, if you will, if she comes back. So we, we will see. I don't know. It would be great to have her back. Um but, uh, you know, on the safety end, I, I just hope that uh, she's all right. Uh, Vicky Guerrero is writing a book documenting her life with Eddie Guerrero. So we got that to look forward to. Uh, no word of when that book is going to come out. But she's thinking maybe August or September this year, but no official date. Jim Ross is loving the booking of the uh, Roman Reigns storyline with Paul Heyman's, and uh, he is saying that uh, Paul Heyman's is the uh, main guy that's making this happen. He says Heyman is directing the ship and making sure that they don't get ahead of themselves. Heyman's got the track record and the knowledge and the communication skills to see that that happens. So I guess there's, you know, and Jim is saying there's a filter between Roman Reigns and Vince McMahon, and that's Paul Heyman. As time goes on, Reigns will take more of a leadership role. He'll become more involved in him. Um, man, yeah, it has been a great storyline. And we'll have more on that when we talk about the Elimination Chamber. And, and possibly who, uh, well, we all know who Roman Reigns is facing at WrestleMania, let's be honest. But we'll, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And can, can AEW and WWE work together? Kenny Omega thinks that uh, it, it's a possibility uh, according to another story from WrestlingInc.com, he says that uh, when Triple H says, this is from Kenny Omega, that he's open for business, I do think if there's a situation where it could maybe eliminate some of the worries and fears from the other people that have a say in making things happen, I do see it being a reality. He says, uh, Kenny continues, for us with Impact, New Japan, it took a global pandemic for this to happen so who knows what it'll take for it to happen in their end, but as long as they know, at least on the AEW side, 
They've got more than one EVP looking to make this a better and brighter place for every wrestling fan, young or old, and possibly the the disenfranchised fan. The fan that used to be a fan, but isn't a fan anymore. Uh, Here's the thing. Um, No, it's not going to happen. I mean, they'll work with smaller companies, I think, on the WWE side with like Evolve or whatever else because they can control... The content, you know, you need some stars. Yeah, you, you could fight some of these guys. I, I just don't see it being a thing where, uh, you know, WWE is going to want to lose in this. And, um, you know, this thing, the whole WCW invasion and how that, that went down badly. Um, to, I mean, to me, I mean, you know, it was, I mean, we all knew WWE was going to come out ahead on that, but just the way it was handled, it was just like, okay, well, two months later, all right, this angle is done. Yeah, they could have made money with it. They didn't. Completely messed it up. But Kenny does seem to think that uh, it could happen. And maybe the change is down the road. I mean, what's, what's say, uh, what, what's say that, uh, just down the road, just throwing this out there, that maybe WWE gets sold. You know, maybe, uh, you know, NBC buys WWE. Could happen. Throw that out there. Uh, maybe, maybe they retain Triple H because they need somebody on the you know, wrestling side of everything. And then maybe maybe it happens then. Or maybe not, because at that point with NBC owning, it's like, well, why do we want to work with other businesses? Why do we want to give them the rub? I mean, we're a you know multi, you know, million dollar corporation, you know, making tons of cash. So we'll see. So maybe if they don't get bought uh, by NBC, that maybe WDE would work with them down the road. By the way, uh, of course, uh, March 7th, you got the big exploding barbed wire death match. And AEW Revolution, because why not? <laughs> Omega and Moxley. That's going to be insane. That is going to be insane. But uh, hey, you know what? I, I think it's Sean Moxley is having some fun and exploding. Barbwire death matches can only go so well. Um, look, there, there's been some. I don't know how it does. How, I don't know how this goes right. Um, I don't mean it in a bad way. I, I just mean it's just going to be a cluster, and, and uh, it will be worth watching. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, by the way, um, one more thing, because uh, these guys were not involved in any of the shows this week, pay per view wise. But uh, Otis, Chad Gable turning heel on SmackDown with uh, with Otis just uh, beating the heck out of uh, Ray Mysterio with a couple of splashes and. And Gable cheering on, uh, you know, Otis and stuff. I mean, maybe Otis wasn't really a face. But, uh, or I should say Otis. I mean, Chad Gable maybe wasn't really a face these last couple of weeks. It was just a ruse. And yeah, Otis a bad guy. So they went from having machinery, splitting them up, doing nothing with Tucker, and then teaming Otis up with somebody else. I think you know, they could have done this with Gable taking heavy machinery under his wing and then make the tag team heel. And then they get a little faction or whatever else. Well, hopefully the payoff works out for Otis. It's not just a heel change, and then he's going to lose every week because what would be the point of that? And people like the guy. Come on. What's going on with that? Uh, you know, this is just like uh, you know, turning Apollo. Like, the payoff's got to be Apollo winning the Intercontinental title now from, from Big E. Um, that, that, that's got to be the case because... Uh, you know, why, why, why are you going to make this kind of turn and not have that kind of payoff? So, you go. Know, that's a look at wrestling news. And uh, what's, uh, we'll do a quick review 
of NXT TakeOver, if you haven't uh, watched it by now, go watch the show. It is really good. Really good show. I do got a couple of beefs uh, about it, um, but uh, I, I really like the show. The opening uh, was for the, uh, the finals of the Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Dakota Kai and Rachel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. I will say this. This, this was like the Raquel Gonzalez tournament. She looked amazing. I, I know I, I was kind of like teeter-tottering on who could win for whatever reasons because I thought Ember Moon and Shotzi would win because you you know want the faces facing the heel tag team. But Raquel Gonzalez just matching up against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler is quite the matchup. And then, you know, Dakota Kai and, and Shayna do have some history together. Uh, but... Uh, Fun match in this, and uh, I mean, there was times where you know either team was going to win, but Raquel Gonzalez just looks unstoppable, and I love it too because anytime she gets in trouble, you know, the Kota Kaiser at the last second, and vice versa. But a great match to start the show. Next match was the uh, for the NXT North American Championship. Jared Gargano defeating Kushida. Uh, good match. My beef with this match is that um, you know a couple of times you know Kushida. Had his uh, submission uh, move on the um, a couple of times and the uh, the hoverboard lock, and it was you know a little frustrating because he had it on her twice. And the first time I thought, okay, this is you know this is great. Okay, then well, let me rewind a little bit before the match started. Um, Austin Theory was going to come out. Dexter Loomis took care of that. Uh, took him out like giant Gonzalez Undertaker style. Well, I guess the chloroform or whatever else backstage. And then um, that's what it appeared like. Uh, and then you know, and then, and then uh, Johnny sends ladies to the back. But then, but he's in the hoverboard lock twice. First time I thought was you know was fine. He got out of it. But the second time and not tapping. And I think I seen this before in a Gargano match. I don't think that helped Kushida in any way at all. I mean, a great match, but I, I but but having. The ability to not beat your guy with your best move twice just, I, I don't think, holds well for him. Our Gargano finally won. He hit the uh, one final beat twice outside the ring and then back inside. But uh, so he won the match cleanly, which was a, a good one in that aspect. But the fact that Kushida couldn't beat him with his best move twice, uh, that part kind of frustrated me a little bit, but still, still a good match. Uh, then you had the uh, the men's finals for the uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. MSK uh, defeating Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, this was a great match. Uh, this, I thought, could have gone either way. MSK looked great. Uh, what a great way to bring him in from uh, Impact. And these guys, uh, I don't know how long they're going to be in NXT. Because um, I tell you what, when, when there's fans again and everything else in WWE, uh, I think people are going to love these guys. Grizzled Young Veterans, another team that looks great. Uh, couldn't get the job done that night, but uh, good job on MSK, and congrats to them for winning the uh, tag team tournament. Uh, next was the triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai uh, defeating uh, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. You know, a lot of people are saying that like Shirai's had a great reign. It's been like frustrating for me because I think she's a great wrestler. But like some of the matches, I, I think she doesn't always come off looking great. I know maybe because she's the face, so the heels got to dominate. 
And I thought, by the way, great to see Mercedes Martinez in this match. And, and Tony Storm is going to deliver. I mean, the ladies had a tremendous match. Uh, I, I just didn't like certain aspects of it because I always, I don't know, I, I expect uh, Shirai to be booked better uh, for whatever reason. Uh, she did win the match. So, I mean, it's not, let's say, like booking. Um, yeah, the winning is great, but I just wish she looks better in the matches because I, I almost feel like she's just kind of sticking by as a win. And as a face, I think you need to look stronger. I think you need more of a decisive win is what they need to do. But uh, but congrats to her for winning. And, uh, and of course, uh, Tony Storm um, attacked at Io Shirai afterwards uh, backstage. But, uh, yes, yeah, so that feud will continue. And then in the main event of the evening for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor defending his title against Pete Dunne. And uh, this was a good match. This was a completely different style from the rest of the night because uh, it wasn't until later on there was high-flying which I wonder if they had a crowd, how this match would have went because it was a lot of mat wrestling. It was a lot of, I wouldn't say rest holds, but like some uh, some submissive submissive moves, and it was it was a good match. And I, you know, I, I don't know why the Pete Dunne on the finger stuff still uh, still gets me every time. That dude's been doing that for years, and I, I'm still not. That's like probably one of my least favorite things <laughs> to watch in wrestling is all that hand stuff he does. Um, but uh, Finn Balor wins, and then after the match, um, Roderick Strong um, comes out, uh, Cal O'Reilly comes out, uh, Adam Cole comes out, and and uh, you know, and there's a little uh, bit of talk, and you know, Cal's kind of respecting Finn Balor, and then Adam Cole, baby, kicks Finn Balor, and the Cal O'Reilly kind of looks at him, and then Finn attacks uh, O'Reilly, and Losing both in the ring. That's how the uh, show went off the air. And then on uh, on, um, NXT on Wednesday, you you had the big six-man match. And and Roderick Strong, um, you know, trying to play Peacemaker. But, uh, you know, Kyle Ryu didn't like that, you know, in the six-man. And then uh, Finn actually kicks Strong. And then uh, Pete Dunne pins Finn Balor. And Adam Cole comes out and uh, beats up Kyle O'Reilly. Which, by the way, Kyle was stretched out after the show. To which a lot of people were tweeting that uh, that uh, he was really hurt and everything else. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly is fine. I was just uh, playing into the angle and stuff, but uh, a lot of people really thought that Kyle was hurt during the show. Uh, we also got a face-off in NXT uh, between the uh, women's tag team champions, uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, with uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And we found out that they're going to be facing each other on March 3rd. Which does that mean that they're going to win uh, on, on the Elimination Chamber match? Nia Jackson, uh, Shayna Baszler. Good show. I, I would say uh, probably one of the better NXT shows in the while. Uh, nine out of ten. Uh, again, like like I said, a couple of knocks in the show, but go watch it, enjoy it. Uh, if you haven't uh, finished the show, definitely go check it out. And now, Elimination Chamber. And it's a five or six. Uh, I guess technically, well, it almost it would be a seven. No, a six match card, but uh, but Oscar versus Lisa Evans. I mean, that's not happening. If they do it, how are you going to do that? But what's, uh, we'll run through the card for Elimination Chamber, and there may be some changes here, too, because I'm not sure about this uh, first match, the triple threat match for United States Championship. Keith Lee may not be in this match, but it's supposed to be uh, Bobby Lashley defending his title with Keith Lee in Riddle. MVP, of course, in Bobby Lashley's corner, but MVP got hurt on Monday. 
So we'll see uh, what his status is for this match. I see uh, Lashley retaining this. Um, unless they're setting up like Lashley versus like Drew McIntyre or something, um, Lashley should retain his U.S. championship uh, in this match. So that's that's what I see. Um, the tag team match, the women's uh, tag team championship, that I see Nia and Shayna uh, retaining because I see um, Reginald, the sommelier for Carmella. You know, he's supposed to be helping Sasha and Bianca Belair. I see him costing him the match. Or the two girls kind of turning against each other, which sets up their WrestleMania match. Which, by the way, I give WWE credit because, A, either they don't know what the heck they're doing, or, B, they're purposely waiting to not announce you know the big title matches for Mania. Because I thought that was a problem when when uh, Ronda, when Becky won the Rumble, and then you know the next night, you know Becky announced that she wants to fight Ronda. You know, you had nine weeks to build up. Um, which, you know, going back, how would I re- would have rebooked that as, you know, like Becky wants to know who she's going to face, but they could have said, hey, you know what, maybe you won the Rumble. However, you know, you initially weren't an official entrant into the match until later, so you know, there's some dispute. Um, you know, that's how they could have got Charlotte involved, and the Becky could have fought her way in. Um, it was just, you know, I, I mean, to go back in time and fix that, uh, cause man, they, they, they try to mess that up uh, the best they could anyway. So, um, <laughs> so I see Nia and Shayna retaining, uh, plus then they can fight the, uh, the girls from NXT in a couple of weeks. Uh, the, uh, first elimination chamber match, uh, for the WWE championship, you got the Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and then the Miz, who was out of the match replaced by Kofi Kingston, uh, Miz trying to get, uh, John Morrison in the match. Uh, and Miz says, well, you know, better off since I got money in the bank just to kind of wait it out a little bit. Um, Sheamus does come in last in the match. Um, I, I do see the Fiend, you know, costing Randy Orton a spot in this match. Um, at least having Kofi involved gives you another face on here, so it's more like three heels, three faces. It'll probably come down to, like, Sheamus and Drew. I, I just don't know if... Uh, do you put the bell on Sheamus for a couple of weeks? I mean, are these guys going to face each other? Mania, does something happen? It seems weird uh, that they got this going on when they can have done about this in a, in a different way. I think Drew retains, but I, but I think there's some iffy stuff that happens in this match that um, that Sheamus doesn't win that I guess still sets up a Mania match down the road. And then what's well, not even the main event of the evening because there's one more match after this, but the Elimination Chamber match for the Universal Championship match that's going to happen after this match, unless this match is earlier in the night and then the title match happens to close the show. Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, I, I think, I mean, unless you're going to close the book in Kevin Owens where he wins and loses later on, you know, could we do that or... Cesaro's. I'd like to see Cesaro win this match, but I don't see that happening. I, I got a feeling Seth Rollins will get involved and cost him. Yeah, I know it's kind of hard to do like outside interference in an elimination chamber, but I do see a distraction by Seth Rollins one way or another. I guess if I got to pick a guy, I'd love to see Daniel Bryan do it, but I, I save him for down the road against Roman Reigns. So I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens going to win. And then in the main event of the evening, 
The Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns defending against the Elimination Chamber winner from SmackDown, which is Kevin Owens. Uh, Reigns will win easily. And then continue to beat in the holy heck out of who his opponent is. Whoever it is, this is what's going to happen. doesn't matter if it's uh, Owens, uh, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, which would be pretty funny. Uh, King Corbin or even Jey Uso. King Corbin's got no chance. Uh, Reigns is going to beat the heck out of him. And Edge is going to come out, make the save, and then that's your match for WrestleMania. That's how you get your Edge versus Roman Reigns match, which Roman Reigns should win. By the way... If you're wondering, and I don't know how you feel about Edge, uh, but you can e- email us at espr.fm99.com. Love your comments on this. The payoff for Edge. And I mean by payoff, um, the ratings for Edge since he's come back, it's not been great. Not been good. He's, um, yeah, the big rumble win. You know, ran the table, if you will. And... The following night, you know, and usually when they get the pay-per-view bump on Raw, that didn't happen. He goes to NXT, didn't get a ratings bump. So maybe that's why in the last couple of shows, like when he showed up on Raw a couple of weeks ago, where like this, you know, when they randomly had things just thrown together, like the tables match between Lana and Nia Jax, um, he, uh, you know, wasn't announced for that. So right now, like ratings-wise, uh, he hasn't bumped the numbers. Roman Reigns, on the other hand, since he's come back, the numbers on SmackDown have been up. They've been up like the whole time since he's come back. So that angle has definitely worked and has gotten a lot of interest from wrestling fans. And what's a minute? It's been a great angle, by the way. Outstanding. But uh, yeah, so Roman Reigns, he'll defeat whoever the, uh, the Elimination Chamber match winner is, and then Edge will come out and... That will be your Elimination Chamber. It's not a lot of matches on the card. I mean, I'm assuming the Elimination Chamber matches will be long. You know, probably like 40 minutes in length. Uh, of course, the entrances will take 10 minutes themselves. You know, because then you got Randy Orton, the matches, entrance is always long. and <laughs> Everybody else. So, which, you know, do I watch this show in a slight delay and then fast forward through all that? I could. Hey, by the way, great to see Kofi Kingston back in the Elimination Chamber match, which, you know, which they could have done. I don't know if Edge was on Raw on, on, on Monday. You know, Kofi could have been like, hey, you know, I remember I was in the Elimination Chamber match once and you beat me up and took me out of my spot. That was the night where Edge lost and won the title on the same night. I'll do the uh, magic of uh, Vicky Guerrero. Guerrero. Anyways, there you go. That's your Elimination Chamber preview. And that's uh, this week's episode of ESPR. We'll have an Elimination Chamber review uh, probably uh, Monday or Tuesday at the uh, latest. And uh, should be a fun show. Will it be as good as NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day? Eh, probably not. But I uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, of course, uh, again, you can email us your thoughts on Elimination Chamber, uh, ESPR at FM99.com. You can find us on all the major podcast apps, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Spotify and uh, Google, and I'm probably forgetting one. Uh, also, there is uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, ESPR99, and at 1069fox.com and fm99.com under the media tab. So thanks for checking out this week's episode. We'll be back soon. And as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat.